Hello, hello. This is the second episode of the I'm Gonna Say Things podcast. Um, you know, not entirely different from the first one. Same premise and everything. Same guy, even the same microphone. Uh, same physical location. Same lack of direction, you know? Um, you know, what, what is the uh, most important thing one could speak of if one had to speak about anything, you know? It's like, uh, you know, two people talking can change the world and it can also do absolutely nothing, uh, you know? The power of words is uh, based on a certain context. And in this context, uh, each and every word is just as meaningless as the last. So, you know, try to wrap your head around that level of meaninglessness. I sure can. Doing it right now, just wrapping my head like a snake around the idea. You know? Snakes are... Kind of, kind of weird animals, you know. They just they have uh, no legs unless they are just one long leg. But you know, I'd like to think of them more as like a long neck connected to a head, you know, a neck wrapping around a head. Pretty interesting idea. One who came up with it. Um, talking about people who came up with things. Uh, everyone's favorite person, the white person. What have they done? Um, well, I guess one could point to the uh, ever-pervasive uh, Live, Laugh, Love poster that seems to find itself in every white person's home, at least the ones I've seen. Um, you know, I was talking about it with a friend. Uh, not that they matter, you know. This is the uh, I'm Gonna Say Things podcast with your host, David. So forget about them for a second. Live, Laugh, Love, what does it mean? I mean, you know, one can live, one can laugh, and one can love. These are all verbs that all start with the letter L. Not a famously happy letter, but, you know, the letter nonetheless. Um, and what can we say about live, laugh, love? You know, we can say that all three of them require another human being. You know, that all these, that these three words in their sophisticated context is you know and they're uh in a certain way they can have uh infinitely large impacts on people right but something about it is so cheesy you know you see that poster at your friend's house just kind of sitting up there looking at you and you and you can do nothing but sort of cringe and and wish that while the owners of the home were away you could just rip it just tear it burn it Forget it ever existed, but you can't. They spent five dollars on that. They they took their own money and put it into that poster. If you can imagine that, five whole dollars. Um, but it only sounds cheesy because it's lacking that ever important podcast. I mean, context, right? Podcast. You know, this podcast is actually a very important context. The context of this podcast, live, laugh, love, is uh, you know, infinitely meaningful because of the 50-paragraph uh, thesis I'm about to give you on it. 
But in any other context, uh, just telling someone to live, laugh, love just sounds cheesy. And yet all three of these things are uh, universally accepted as uh, pretty good things should they come on in a person's uh, personal life. You know, uh, most people like to live, at least most of the people living right now. Uh, most people like to laugh. You know, anyone who doesn't like to laugh is uh, a psychopath or one of those people that doesn't want to live. And loving is, uh, you know, something that uh, most people like. Maybe others are too cool for it. But uh, I think there's a consensus amongst people that it's uh, pretty cool. But without that ever integral, ever important context, you know, that lack of uh, personalness with just a blank white poster and gold letters saying live, laugh, love, it just, you know, it's utterly meaningless. Insulting even when you read it. It's like live, laugh, love. It's like, what do you know of my living, laughing and loving? What if I want to die, cry, and hate that's that's my slogan. That's all I I woke up this morning and I said I'm going to die cry hate. That's today's mood. And yet if I put up a poster in my room that said die cry hate in white letters on a black background, someone might read that and be dude, that's pretty cool. But what's so cool about being apathetic? You know, does it show a certain strength against the emotionalness of other people? You know? Uh, this one guy whose initials are LD, his, na- his last name is David, so there's something horrifically wrong with him, um, was this painter who made a lot of these paintings of Socrates and other dudes from back in the good old Greek days. And these guys were always drawn in these geometric shapes to show their strength against the emotionalness and weakness of the other men around them. You know, these men were had their arms straight or at perpendicular angles to their body and they were all put together and you know strong on the canvas whereas all the other men were bent over and weak and emotionful but why is that why why is um why is being emotional such a such a bad thing you know one could argue it's because when someone's emotional They make rash decisions, you know, Uh, things that uh, maybe they didn't mean to do, but they do anyway, because, you know, they're all emotional. And yet uh, these uh, apathetic thinker types, you know, are generally seen as the strong ones, the stoics, the uh, literally like like the there was a, you know, that's the philosophy. But, uh, but you know, um, uh, you know, one could. uh, talk about the philosophical ideas of stoic versus emotional but uh you know if i was the guy to do that um this would probably be the wrong place to do it i mean uh i i don't think i know anything about that but uh in this podcast i am god of all meaningless things so honestly i could go on a rant about the you know philosophies of emotional versus stoic but I'm going to live, laugh, love. God damn it. So um, let's not do that. Let's talk. Let's let's go further into live, laugh, love. You know, like, you know, when what what exactly goes through the casual thinker, the casual feeler, the casual shop goer who sees this at their local like Hobby Lobby store or something? 
you know, they're just walking around and they see this thing. And what, what, what are they think? Or like they're at Target. It's like, what are they thinking to themselves? What are they, what terrible state in their life are they? Where they see a poster that says "Live, Laugh, Love," and they're like, "You're goddamn right." And then they take it and they put it in their house, and it's like, "What are you thinking?" You know, how can we ever figure out what's going through another person's head? You know, can we ever discover their uh, truest intentions? You know, like uh, how how could I ever uh, you know uh, see what words could this person utter that would add any meaning? to this utterly meaningless poster they've now put into my gaze. You know, I and I must now uh, terribly and destructively uh, behold this um, site of uh, god-awful messaging and merchandising. You know, like, uh, w- what could they say that would uh, possibly change my mind? You know, under, under how could I possibly see into their head? And the truth is, uh, I don't think I ever could. You know, I don't think anyone could unless you're a 40 year old white woman with kids. I don't think you can ever understand why someone would put live, laugh, love as a poster up on their up on their wall. I don't think you could do it. Um, I mean, you could you could uh, try and try and try and uh, just talk to them about it. But why would you do that? You know, obviously their intelligence is at such a low level that it would just be a waste of your time and maybe a waste of their time. Maybe they have other uh, cringy posters to be looking at right now. So it's it's honestly a lost cause. And the only thing I can say to these people is, is that uh, it's too late for you. And if you have a friend or a loved one who suffers from such a disease that they have posted such a thing in their house... Um, I, uh, I I have some medical advice for you, you know. I think maybe you should call a counselor, ask him about how they're feeling. Um, you know, most kitchens typically carry uh, typically carry knives, so go to your local kitchen and grab a knife, and and the rest is just kind of up to you. But whatever means necessary, you uh, you solve that problem, that epidemic of uh, live, laugh, love. You know, that pandemic of live, laugh, love. Talking about pandemics, um, social media, uh, is it a bad thing? Um, I don't know. Uh, Sometimes I uh, see memes on it. You know, is live, laugh, love uh, a meme in a way? You know? Is it, you know, is it, is it like a meme, uh, a piece of content that can uh, perverse uh, certain social groups? I mean, but if it is, I mean, well, what does that say of all of our memes? You know, what if every meme we share on Instagram is just a version of live, laugh, love? You know, what if uh, everything we post with meaning, everything we utter onto an impersonal platform with personal meaning is downright meaningless because of its impersonal context, which is its platform. You know, if I uh, send prayer hands to you after your grandma dies, you know, how much, how much less personal can it get? I mean, it's actually a high-fiving emoji to begin with. 
and I'm doing it over Twitter and I'm tagging you as if these high fiving emojis are going to help you cry over your grandma who uh, fell over after baking some cookies. I mean, like, come on, you know, it is a uh, one could argue that it is just a void of it's a void of a platform. It is a destroyer of uh, personalness, one could say, you know, but uh, but is that a good thing? You know, in the world of cool stoics and apathetics, you know, is the, uh, you know, fundamental aesthetic to be uh, impersonal, you know, um, it, you know, is that the cool things that the hip things that the new thing right now, you know, we're in this new age of reasoning beyond the dark ages of feeling and emotion. We have reached uh, we have things like the scientific method, you know. So, uh, so, you know, that's just something I've observed and that's my hypothesis, but, uh, something for you to experiment with, I guess, if you're still listening, if you're still listening, I don't know what to tell you. I mean, I mean, that's just, that's okay. You know, like, uh, like apparently some people have listened to the first podcast and to those people, I say, thank you. And, uh, I'm sorry that you had to listen through that instead of living, laughing and loving, you know, where, whereas I am going to do the cool thing and I'm going to die, cry, Hey, because that's what's up. And I mean, I can't think of any other purpose, uh, for the internet. I mean, it's just a great place to argue with people. It's a great way to make people angry. It's a great way to, uh, to create um, chaos and confusion. And to that I say, uh, congratulations. You know, um, we have uh, made a turn of the century beyond what was thought possible. You know, and these uh, incredible innovations are just, you know, a, a gift, not from the gods, because, you know, obviously they can't be real. Uh, they're a gift from the, from the uh, scientists, you know, uh, every day I wake up, clap my hands together, and pray to Albert Einstein for uh, the theory of general relativity. Um, very meaningful stuff, that guy. You know, E equals um, God of bad math. Um, so, yeah. Live, laugh, love. Go do it if you want. I mean, I can't make you. Honestly, uh if you're listening to this, I, I guess I can't make you listen or stop listening to go do something more meaningful. But but I suppose that's just, you know, based on personal preference. Um, so on this impersonal platform that is this microphone I'm just speaking into, uh, you know, I cannot begin to express anything personal to begin with. I mean, I could try. And you could relate to this audio, but it's still going to have some level of uh, impersonality, if you understand what I mean. You know, so all I can do is just kind of lean into the meaninglessness, the absurdity, as some philosopher guy would have said. I don't know. I don't know philosophy or math or history or art or science. But 
Some guy said it, you know, so I'm just going to flow with it. You know, just why not sit on your couch and watch Netflix and just kind of spend your life being mediocrely content? Why not? You know, it's not like uh, Elon Musk is happy bent over on his uh, toilet on Twitter. That guy seems miserable like all the time. You know, you wouldn't want to be me. So he says in his uh, uh, super cool science voice. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's just uh, live, laugh, love. Die, cry, hate. Uh, do what you want. Because who really holds the answers? You know what I mean? One might as well argue that a white poster with live, laugh, love and gold letters holds the answers. That in that impersonal context, that personal meaning holds within it the, the key to happiness. Because what if all people are an impersonal platform for a personal message and every context, no matter whether two people talking in person or two people tweeting online, is always going to be lacking in meaning. You never being able to truly see into the head or heart of another. All of us just wandering aimlessly, hitting the superficial sides of each other. Never seeing what is truly there. Each person infinitely lonely in themselves.